Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Hello, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Good, thanks, Todd. Welcome to an episode, another episode of What a Great Punk. Thank you. This, this we've done nearly three hundred now. Fucking earth. What episode's this? Ah, uh, oh, I don't know. Two eighty. Stung me. Two ninety something. Two ninety something. Yeah, we're two ninety something. Fuck. We're coming up to episode three hundred, which was my segue into saying that the three hundredth episode of the podcast will be live, live in. Nam, Melbourne, Melbourne. Um, and we are doing it at Luli's Tavern, yes, which is in Abbotsford on the 29th of July, which is um, you know about a month away now. Yep. It's a Saturday, it's a Saturday Arvo, Saturday Arvo, yeah. We've got some great guests. Who have we got? Who have we got? We've got Hatchy, shout outs, uh, and Izzy Beach, shout outs on the first pod. So, an absolute yeah. dynamic duo in those well two. And then we're going to do the Patreon live as well. So it's a double episode. It's double. a two-hour. It's a two-hour show with a probably a fifteen-minute intermission. Yep. The second half will be accompanied by um, longtime friend O Pod. I think she was on one of the first episodes. Pod two, Maybe I even reckon. episode two. Jenna yeah. Owen. Jenna Owen. Shoutouts. And and even well even longer friend O Pod. Frank mm. Sweet, our drummer. He's been on about a thousand episodes of the pod. Yeah. Um, um, so it's going to be a fucking fantastic Stonker. double episode. Yeah. Um, so come down. Tickets are on sale this Wednesday. Yeah. Well, it's going to like, it's not, it's kind of a smallish venue. So um, it'll sell out. So get tickets early if you're in Melbourne. And we're going to give the tickets, um, people on the Patreon are going to get first dibs on those tickets. So if you yeah. really want them, jump on the Patreon. Um, and speaking of the Patreon, we've got some mm. new Patreon signups we to welcome. Yeah. After that, we're going to get into the episode we recorded with Cameron from New York City band Geese. What a, he's a cool guy. I love chatting he's to him. He's a fucking legend. It was a really, it. really, yeah. really easy, easy flowing chat. Fun. He's fun. Um, yeah, fully. Well, welcome to the Patreon, Tear Jake Jacoba Henricks. Uh, tear, tear jerker. Well, you're a bloody tear jerker. Thanks for signing <laughs> up. Welcome to the Patreon, Steve Paul. Steve Ball, um, fucking the bald eagle. <laughs> Welcome to the Patreon, Rhiannon Spencer. Rhiannon Spencer, why don't you spend some time sitting around listening to this pod? You've got a lot of episodes to catch up on. Welcome to the Patreon, Liam. Liam, mate, just uh, just make up with Noel already, eh? And get Oasis back together. <laughs> we've, all, we've all had enough. <laughs> Welcome to the Patreon, Tom Johnstone. Tom Jones, baby. Caught, are you, uh, what does he sing? Sex um, bomb, yeah, sex it, bomb. Yeah. You're I'm my s- sex bomb. And baby, you can turn me on. Fantastic. Welcome to the Patreon. Tom Jones impression, that. Brendan Frost. Frosty. Uh, stick a carrot <laughs> no, on your nose. Not. What? Oh, go on. Stick a carrot on your nose and some... Fucking charcoal, coal pieces of coal for your eyes. Good on you, Frosty. Welcome to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Frosty was going to be good enough. Frosty. Um, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the Patreon, Jackson Rutter. Stuck in a rut. <laughs> Rutter. Uh, Rutter. 
Welcome to the Patreon, Josh Tucker. Josh Tucker, motherfucker. <laughs> I wrote that to Josh actually when Josh signed up and he said, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I saw that message come through yeah, and yeah. that's so funny. I think that was from Josh Tucker, was it? Yeah, Josh Tucker. I knew yeah. this would be the Josh wrong Josh Tucker, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to the Patreon, Caleb Bailey. Caleb Bailey. Don't, um, don't bail now, mate. Just stick around. You just got here. Yeah, you just got here. Welcome to the Patreon, Reverse Cowgirl. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Yee-haw! Be, be gentle. Be gendered. Oh, okay. Well, you know. I was going to say be gentle because it's a kind of dangerous <laughs> position, the Reverse well, Cowgirl. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a real banana snapper, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, there's one more. Welcome to the Patreon Dazzler 5. It's either Dazzler 5 or Dazzless. Oh, Dazzler 5. Uh, what's your favourite Baz Luhrmann film? So, it's just a Baz Luhrmann rhyme, Dazzler 5. Dazzler 5, Baz... Bazler. Is that it? Baz... Uh, I don't know, man. Fuck. <laughs> Something along those lines. Something like Dazzler. that. Dazzler. Don't question yeah. it. Just go along with it, all right, everyone. Yeah. Um, okay. Get the tickets throughout Wednesday or earlier if you're on the Patreon. Let's roll the intro music. All right. This is Cameron from Geese. Catchy smile. You got that catchy smile. Stop a while. Come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby. We'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna Do we have someone else from the band coming in? Do you know? Or is it Probably not. The band harbors a you know, strong bias against Australians, unfortunately. Really? Is I'm the right? most open-minded so... of the group. What's the bias so about? Mean. What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. They just yeah, they they haven't gotten over your legacy as you know an island of criminals. Oh you yeah, know, the, back in the day. Oh yeah, and That's America America's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no crime here. Yeah, no legacy We've, of colonial crime. We got rid there. of that a while ago. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, that all just that all just about wrapped up. I think. Good PR campaign. Just makes some cool movies. Everyone yeah. forgets about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were. Um, I saw. Um. In fact, uh, by the way, I'm Jamie. Lovely to meet you, Cameron. Yeah, I'm Todd. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Cameron. Uh, I saw a thing yesterday that Todd's girlfriend posted on social media about um, Sydney wanting to rebrand some of its suburbs, like new names for the, some of the Sydney suburbs. And um, mm-hmm. there's a place called Surrey Hills in Sydney. I don't know. if Have you been to Sydney before? I've never been to Australia. Okay. It's a kind of cool, cool spot. Anyway, they're talking about rebranding it to um, the Hollywood Quarter. What? Yeah. That's so crazy. One of the suggested names, the Hollywood Quarter. First of all, there's, t- there's so much going wrong there. <laughs> Why is the suburb being called Quarter? I don't get that, for starters. I don't know. Hill- Surrey Hills is just way cooler. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, like an apology? Like, oh, like, no, no, it's no, Surrey. Like S U R R. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was yeah. about to say, like, yeah, you know, that deserves a rebranding, you know, probably if it's called Sorry yeah. Hill. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, Hollywood is a bit brighter than Sorry. It kind of, it's a bit jazzier. Yeah. That's right. Um, what's going on with you, Cameron? Oh, hell, not much. 
you know, I'm playing with my clay. Where are you right now? I'm in my oh, room. Right. I'm in my room. And which which suburb are you in? Quarter. Oh, I'm in Park Slope, <laughs> Park which Slope? is technically in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a glorified suburb. It's got a lot of strollers around here. It's pretty right. intensely gentrified. Okay. Um, oh. Which which means there's really great bagels, but um, there's not a lot of culture uh, mm. or anything. And so it's just about right for a milk toast kind of guy like me <laughs> uh, to sit around him. Nice. You can get an expensive slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. They're getting up Good. there, too. The mm. $1 pizza places have been a staple of the, you know, the economy for a while, and they're, yeah. they're jumping up to $1.50 in most places at this point. Oh, are you kidding? Oh. Okay. That's rough. That is pretty rough, because now you got to get, like, coins, coin change. Oh, you can't just use a bill. Yeah. That's annoying. That is annoying. The $1 pizza thing in, in, in America is really, I mean, in New York specifically, is really incredible. It's a thing of the past now, it seems. Yeah. It's rough. Fuck. That is, that is rough. I kind of live in quite a, um, well, I live in an extremely gentrified area in Melbourne, and it's quite a, um, <laughs> it's quite a, well, like a, you know, well-to-do area. Mm-hmm. It's where the well-to-do mm. gather. And, right. um, and, uh, it's an interesting experience and great for a milk toast guy like, like myself as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what's, I, I don't know the, I'm sure there's a great variety of Australian cities, but I don't, I don't, I have pretty much the most American idea of Australia that is possible. Where it's just like tarantulas and the Sydney yeah. opera house, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the, the politics are, like with what kind of city is Melbourne versus Sydney versus, you know, right. Bendigo or wherever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it would be quite um, eye-opening then, a place to come to, I think, because it would, yeah, when you don't really have cra- like crazy clear expectations of what it's like, it's always a nice sort of surprise, I think. You'd be surprised. We've got mm. um, skyscrapers. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. Buses. Oh yeah, man, we're scraping the trains, sky too. Subway kind of things. What? Um, trams. trams. Football. Trams? Trams, football. man. Yeah, in Melbourne. Trams. Only in Melbourne. Melbourne's what got the, the trams, fuck? yeah. Um, uh, Who's here also? Who's? Is, I'm sorry. To, what is AU Promotions doing? Is this like a like I the, think it's the your Big Brother label? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hello, AU Promotions. Thank you for making sure. <laughs> it's I don't quite foreboding, isn't my it? Career. Yeah. I know. The, the, the AU Promotions, like, tile with no video on is quite a yeah. foreboding tile. They should tile. change their um, name in Zoom to just the eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, or like a CCTV um, camera. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. What time is it in Australia? Oh, uh, uh, 8, 11 a.m. In the, oh, in the morning? Yeah, dude. God, we got up early for you. Yeah. That's sweet. Thanks. I sat in the shower for 10 minutes this morning just to come to. <laughs> oh, nice. I haven't showered in weeks. Have, haven't you? Jamie sits in the shower. What do you yeah. think about that? Sits in the shower? Yeah. yeah every time. It's, I know it's wasteful. Who hurt you? What happened? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's the appropriate question. Mm. No, that's fine. As long, usually the shower floor is just a little too hard for my taste i don't have quite the junk in the trunk to pad myself down there oh yeah hurts the bones of your bum (laughs) yeah 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 um 
So what have you been, what have you been doing today? Today, uh, I actually went on a rare family vacation um, up to the uh, Great Barrington in Massachusetts, uh, okay, which is right. a town I've never been to, but it's very quaint, let's say. Yeah. Mm. And um, no, it was a crazy week. Uh, I Well, we had to postpone the first part because I had to go down to Florida, the great state of Florida, <laughs> uh, to to uh, watch my grandma die, uh, oh. which was rough. Oh. Okay, but, and wow. then we and then we went on our family vacation as scheduled. Uh, promptly oh, I see. Afterwards, okay. Oh wow, that's quite a yeah. That's quite a week. It was a it was a strange one. I played a lot of Zelda, you know. Got oh, me dude. through. Cool. I just started that a couple of nights ago. I'm loving it. It's great. Great game. Um. Oh, great. How far through that game are you? I'm like kind of far. I'm doing like the third of the four big things you're supposed to do. Oh, true. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you've been playing it a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's took me good. an hour to get from the first shrine to the second shrine last mm. night. An hour. The one that's high up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing that. Fucking took Is that because you were struggling or because you were distracted by all the, the, the world, you know? Oh, a little bit yeah. of both, right? It's like, it's quite overwhelming when you start playing Zelda again. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. so, it doesn't really, it doesn't spoon feed you. No. You got to work it out, which is I like part of the Tash joy of it. I watched do that exact same bit and she'd gone the wrong way. And for yeah. ages we were like, I think you just climb up here. And it's just like, there was a way, easy way to do it. Just yeah, the other way. But you have to have the, the other way. Yeah. courage to go back. <laughs> yeah, you do have to have the courage <laughs> to go back. I, I have a very, I'm not very bright. So when I have to do the puzzles in those games, I, I love oh, the yeah. fact that it gives you so much freedom because I could just force it through like the first way that I think of that doesn't work. I can mm. just keep doing it and just be like, you know, abuse all the tricks and stuff like that until yeah. I finally get it. And that tends yeah. to suit me best. My yeah, play style. Cool. So you just kind of get in there and like button mash. Yeah, I'm just like, come on, why isn't it fucking working? Yeah, you kind of think there's definitely going to be a proper way and I'm not doing it like that, but you can still get through, which is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so you went to Florida and you were with your grandma when, when she passed. Yeah, right. Uh, right beforehand. It was strange. I'd never, no one in my family, I've been very, you know, um, never really had to do, I've been very, what's the word, sheltered from tragedy Yeah. for my whole childhood. Like nothing really that bad has happened to me or anyone in my family. And, you know, my grandma was 88 years old. She was born in 1935. Mm. She was born in 1935 in fucking germany right before it was nazi germany as a jew you had to get the fuck out she had a crazy life her her dad was a uh dentist who made a lot of money Mm. sold everything to get out then had to be a janitor for the rest of his life at a high school and it was she was very no-nonsense woman and she had a lot of fight she smoked her whole life, even though she had cancer and leaking out of every fucking pore <laughs> by the time she was 70 something. Mm, yeah. And she died at 88. So she oh lived a whole life. But I got to see like the sort of um, strength leave her on the day before she died. Mm, very oh yeah. strange. I'd never seen that. She was very oh yeah. active one night. Then the night before she died, she was like, she could only, we were like talking to her, even though. She might not hear us. Mm, it was very yep. sur- surreal. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, yeah. 
something to something to think about uh, during my during the family vacation where we're eating mozzarella sticks <laughs> and shit. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, that's yeah, that's a lot. That's a big experience. Yeah, um, huge experience. So yeah, very sorry to hear about that. Yeah, how are you feeling? I feel okay. It's all right. I I feel very lucky that we got to say goodbye in in whatever way. Uh, not a lot of people get to do that. So that's true. Yeah, I mean, there can be a lot of re- like you could have been on tour or something and not be exactly. able to make it back. Or yeah, so that's nice. You literally got back today from the vacation. Yeah, this morning. I've just been I've just been doing errands since then. We got to prepare for this. We got a show tomorrow. Is that um, right? Yeah. Oh. Whereabouts? It's a free show. It's going to be weird. It's like a free show in um, Hudson Yards, which is a very well-to-do area of Manhattan. It's a very uncool mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's <laughs> going to be just at like seven p.m. in like the daylight, and uh, it's 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 on like the Wells Fargo stage. It's like the least cool thing <laughs> show you could possibly play. It's like it's it's yeah. pretty much a sellout move. But um, I like it. That's all right. You know, desperate you times. Yeah, you got to yeah. fucking make money. That that angular post punk don't quite pay like it used to. People. Yeah, fully. You know? And you got to take your opportunities, whether that be the Dorito stage, the Wells Fargo stage. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. The Enron Emporium, you know, you <laughs> play that. Really? That sounds fun. Is it like an outdoor outdoor thing? Yeah, should be. Are the bands playing? Uh, we, we got to pick an opener, but then all the bands we were going to have to open, like, canceled a week later. Uh, probably because they're, mm. you know, they have more integrity than us and saw that an <laughs> evil corporation was sponsoring it. And we're like, ah, yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. We're gonna have Frost Children perform under a different name, and then they dropped out. Yeah. We're trying to have like uh, Water from Your Eyes do it, but they couldn't. Oh, that's a cool band name. Yeah, I like that. Oh, they're awesome. They, I'm they're them up. they're on Matador now. They just put out a record. Oh, wow. it's just oh sick. 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 But oh, yeah. um, no, I think we're we're gonna have. I feel terrible. I don't remember the name of the opener we picked, but but she seems cool. It's like um, okay. cool. a shoegaze project. Okay, sick. Is how's the um how does the scene feel to you? in new york at the moment um like do you are you surrounded by a million bands that you know and are buddies with or do you feel kind of isolated from it or how does it work for you um both at the same time really i mean part of it is i'm up in park slope i don't know what the cool kids are doing man i'm just up here you know in my ivory tower Mm. uh, not kind of connected to the uh, geographical heart of the scene but then the other part Mm. is like when we meet bands in new york we we tend to get along like we're friends with i don't know how many of these you know but it's um like native son we love gustav we love um band godcaster we love water from eyes again they're a broken band Shut up. um you know we know like ben stellar chanel beats like bands like that there are a lot of them they're all sort of doing their own thing yep. there's not really like a like meet me in the bathroom esque scene right now or anything like that. Yeah, uh, that mm-hmm. anyone could really latch on to. You definitely have name checked a bunch of people that you're friendly with, so sort of points to the fact that there is a bit of a scene going on. You know, if you guys all know each other, that mm-hmm. sounds it sounds good. Chanel Beads also is such a good band name. <laughs> they're great. Yeah, they're awesome. They opened for us in 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 February. 
and their set was great. Cool. There were a bunch of like um, a bunch of like label scouts there, so uh, they should be getting somewhere. So Ooh. for them, yeah. But um, it's like yeah, there there are a lot of bands. It's just they're not really. I mean, part of this we talked about this recently somewhere, but it was like everything's so split up now, you know, everyone gets mm. their own little scene delivered to them by like an algorithm, you know, on their phone. Yeah. Everything's yeah. so tailored to your own interests. You could yeah. form your own echo chamber or like inspirational, you know, world around yourself. Everyone's sort of in a different spot. You know, no one's really taken much inspiration from each other. Cause that's like, it's like, you're just doing what they're doing that, you know, that kind of fucking sucks. Doesn't it? It's okay. I mean, it's it's not like I just think I think scenes still exist. I just don't know if they're tied to locations anymore as much as ideas because everything's so fucking. You could hear any band. I could hear the newest, you know, Persian, fucking you know, jangle pop, you know, song and like oh I make music like that now. Now I'm a part of that scene. We're like yeah. an ocean mm. away. You yeah. know, it's it's not like you're not limited to your immediate surroundings anymore you know you know yeah and that's i guess that feels. that that doesn't suck that bad i guess what i was more saying is the idea that everyone's existing in their own little bubble of commercialization and um marketing that's perfectly tailored to them and so there is a sort of closing off in that way where um yeah maybe you don't share interests as um oh yeah you know you mean um, like with, the with others yeah, it's like it's that thing of being boxed into your own little consumer hole. Yeah, um, which is a little bit sad, I reckon, because it, yeah, it stops people connecting ultimately. Yeah, well, I guess it's that's a what social media does generally. It's just you know makes connections easier on some levels, and then sort of severs old ways mm. of connecting with each other. Maybe. Yeah, who knows. But, um, <laughs> you know, that, but to add to that, the scene thing, mm. that's why I sort of really, really cringe when like, uh, a, a article or something, is just like credits geese as being like the, the leaders of a new New York scene or something like that. Oh yeah. Cause it's not true like at all. And it's just these fucking like <laughs> clickbaity headlines from these, yeah. uh, you know, uh, whatever websites that are really trying to like use the old way of thinking or the old rules about scenes and music, like on this new sort of era that doesn't, it doesn't really make sense for. And, mm. and of course, when someone sees like, like geese being the fucking, you know, leader of the scene, like they have, we haven't played nearly as many shows as most of the bands that I just listed off that we know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like it when that happens and I, but I don't really have any control over it. Can imagine that would be a bit frustrating. True, like New York is such a internationally like recognized city and like place for music. So it's sort of, um, I guess it is a really real like clickbait opportunity for an artist or I mean a, a publisher or someone writing an article to kind of just latch onto as like an easy, easy headline or angle. Mm. What's the Australian music scene like? It's great. There's been so much great live music here. Yeah, there's been a lot recently, and some great internationals coming through as well. So, 
it's been a very exciting city to live in musically, I would say. And I don't even really fucking like going to live gigs that much. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the quality of them has been fantastic that I've been to recently. So, so it's pretty, um, pretty exciting. Um, and I don't know so much about Sydney anymore. We, we, we're from Sydney, um, or at least we lived there for a long time and um, formed our band there as well. And uh, I, yeah, we haven't been spending enough time there to know mm. really, but I think Sydney took a pretty hard um, bashing um, over about a 10-year period from the government um, and it kind of shut down a lot of venues and a lot of the live music scene in general. So it's mm. like recovering slowly, but it did cop an absolute fucking it, bashing. That's rough. It's, uh, it's so tough to support those businesses while being safe or, or it was, I guess, during that whole period. And some places did way better than others. Some, some places really mm. fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Like um, mm-hmm. when we were on tour for, for Projector, we played a show in Nashville. One of the most lightly okay. attended shows of the tour. It was a depressing affair. It was like, um, okay. it was like uh, this place called the High Watt, I think. Right. And it was okay. this legendary venue. Like everyone's like, oh, you're playing the High Watt. Holy shit. You know, those posters from like Radiohead's first American tour and like Whoa. all these big ass bands that like rolled through here and it was great. And then, but the staff was so upset. And someone was like, you know why they're upset? Someone at the radio show we played the next day was like, the high watt's going to close in two weeks. It's going to fucking shut. And they're going to turn it into a parking lot. Like a a Disney villain move. They're going to level the place and turn it into a parking lot. And you're like one of the last shows to ever play there. And also Wet Leg was playing the same night and everyone wanted to see Wet Leg instead. So it was rough. It was rough, you know. It was depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like just oh, slow crushing. Have yeah. you guys have you guys done a lot of touring around the states? Not a ton. We haven't done a lot of touring. Period. Um, mm. We've really only been on one proper tour of the states, and the rest have been Europe. Um, okay, but we we play like around. I guess we play like a lot of New York shows comparatively. Mm. Obviously, play some college shows. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What was going on in Europe? Do you were you doing your own? Tours over there, playing, supporting other bands. I mean, Europe is fucking weird, man. It's so different from the U.S. I had not really traveled at all prior to like mm. about a year and change ago. Uh, yep. You know, doing the band stuff. I was just sort of a shut-in. But I mean, one thing it taught me about America, first of all, is just how fucking big it is. Yeah, and how <laughs> different. All the rest of it is from New York, where I live. Yeah. Like, New York is such a weird city in the States. It's the only one of its kind. All the other ones are similar in certain ways, but nothing is like New York. Um, Yeah. Mm. Not in, like, a great way. Not, like, in a, like, New York state of mind type thing. Just more like it's just an odd one out. Like, it's it's a more European-feeling country or city. And then Europe, you know was the the cultural whiplash from going from one country to another so quickly um is is harder than in the states you know in the states you can really separate it into like three or four general ways you're going to get treated based on what like whether you're in the northwest or the south or the you know southwest or wherever yeah yeah um but europe it's like 
you go over from France to Luxembourg and suddenly everyone's yeah. way nicer. There's all of a sudden you're just like, what? What's going <laughs> on? Everyone's speaking with a different accent. The laws are different. It's bizarre how quickly you can jump from country to country, isn't it? Because, dude, we, it's a similar experience for us in Australia. It's We're on this massive continent. It we, So that's a very alien experience for us as well to be able to like go on a two-hour train and be in a different country mm. or whatever. It's crazy. You can just sleep like... This one time, um, I mean, probably happened a lot of times, but I remember just waking, Jamie wakes up from a nap in the, the tour van and he's just like slept through a whole country, just driving through. Mm. <laughs> so, dude, you just missed Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> were the shows good over there? Yeah. The shows were um, mostly great. Mostly great. German shows um, were super, well, it was weird, like, just as the culture and laws and whatever, everything changes when you go from country to country, uh, the interest in geese also fluctuates wildly uh, right. because <laughs> the Germans uh, have not quite uh, <laughs> uh, gotten a, gotten a super interested yet. So we, pl- we played a lot of shows in Germany, like five on the last tour, okay. and they were all very, very lightly attended in like dingy clubs with like, you know, the classic 45 year old geese fans are like, you sound like the doors, you know, yeah. all that. <laughs> I, I had, I had bed They're bugs everywhere in Europe. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had bed bugs all the, I had a horrible reaction to bed bugs. And, and oh, no, dude. just as I was leaving, uh, uh, Belgium and then, you know, Germany was just, I, it was just, they were popping up everywhere. Fuck it was that. rough. That sucks. sucks. How did you get rid of them? Uh, you know, I, I, it was war of attrition. I just sort of waited. I got them out of there. I, I sort of, I used a really hot washing machine. Yeah. Berlin. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was ass. And then we got to France and we played like the best, most crazy geese show. It was like fucking like super we had to do like extra tickets and all that and the people were like oh my god sucker blue you know all that crazy sound just like mm. ah. go to london yeah. the london show was awesome oh, you know uh, some weird countries um were into it like like we we sold out in luxembourg and that was strange yeah sick mm. yeah i've only just learned about luxembourg i didn't really know anything about it <laughs> and i really didn't and uh looks fucking stunning mm. nice it looks stunning it's a great it's a cool place are you mates with shame by chance and this is just a random question but i thought maybe you might have come across those guys yeah yeah we went to their um we went to their show um at irving plaza the other day brilliant oh, nice. how, how was it was cool no, they're cool guys. I think they were deep into the tour, um, yep. and were sort of sleepwalking. Um, yeah, afterwards. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we hung out with them a little bit afterwards. Um, nice. They they last time they were in there, I think I think they like us because when they come to New York, we get them weed. Um, yeah, nice. Occasionally, or nice. rather, like our that. drummer gets them weed. Um, that's very that's very kind of you guys. Oh yeah, you know we're. Um, yeah, shame, shame are great. We've had Steen and Ed on the, on, on this pod a couple of times now, actually. The new album's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and Black Country, New Road. Yeah. Mates yeah. with them? 
Yeah, kind of. It's like we're, we're we sort of we, we wink at each other every so often, you know. We very um. I I'm very actually one of my favorite parts about um being in a band with uh, uh any sort of clout whatsoever is is just the fact that other bands that I really love um, yeah. pay any attention to us at all, and it sort of feels like <laughs> a mutual reciprocal sort of artistic. Mm collaborative mm. wonderful thing yeah um, yeah that's a nice thing yeah and uh we met black country at a festival in europe uh called root de rock in france and it was a big old festival and we watched each other's sets it was mm-hmm. one of the first i i think it was one among no i'm probably wrong but they were without isaac obviously it was the first time i'd seen them without um your front man right i was like you know, we were really worried because we loved Black Country Road. You know, we're one of those chronically online and fucking, you know, bands that just like scours all those forums and Reddit and shit like that. And so Black Country yeah. Road, you know, is okay. huge on those. And we we loved them for a long time. Sick. Um, and we were like sort of nervous walking up to them. You know, we were just we were just like, yeah. hey, could I cool? Can we have a cigarette? I was just like, you know, I really like your album. They're like, oh, who are you guys? They're like, we're geese. And they're like, oh, yeah, our friend. Their their tour manager's son, who's close with the band, knew us for some reason and had had in, had shown them our music oh, before. Oh, man, perfect. But we were embarrassed because at this point, we didn't like Projector anymore. So we're just like, oh, that sucks. That sucks, you know. Uh, yeah. Shut up. But we're just like... um. But they saw our set and they were super complimentary and we shot the shit backstage for a little while and then when we released cowboy nudes they gave it all this support wow. uh totally unprompted which is amazing oh. they like put it on their TikTok. they put it on their cowboy nudes last time i checked is on their spotify playlist for like favorite songs four Whoa, times fantastic. i think which is which was amazing to see i like got so giddy i still haven't really reached out and thanked them you know like actually mm. like oh thanks for the support because i almost feel awkward doing that um uh, that's really cool though hey it's awesome no we they and like um just today we released the single and uh uh, uh lewis uh i think um put it on his um story you know stuff like that oh sick okay sick. That's oh. so that's so nice and Sounds the like single today is i see myself right yeah yeah Congratulations on the the new music. It's really really cool. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Was it recorded in New York? Yeah, it was recorded in at Diamond Mine. It's a little studio in Long Island City. Okay. It was it was like it was perfect for our purposes because um, we mm. we didn't. I think honestly, anything too fancy. I've realized when we record with this band, kind of is just bogs us down a little bit. We kind of right. need like the fast and dirty, like good gear, yep. but like it doesn't totally matter to us, at least yeah. not for this yeah. record, you know, but, but James and Lauren, um, Lauren was, uh, I forget exactly how it came about, but Lauren Humphrey engineered and he works with James Ford on a lot of the Arctic monkey stuff yep. and they invested, they, they do big records usually, um, mm. far bigger than this one. And the amount of time that they invested into this, not just for the actual production of it, but the post-production was amazing. Um, and they were oh, super cool. great collaborators. 
They must have really loved it. That's fantastic. Mm. I hope they did. I hope so. Yeah. And so, how long would you say that you guys spent working on the record? Fuck. I mean, we started writing songs for it um, in the summer of 2020. Like, in earnest, we started. And that's where Crusades and Domodo came from. Those are the only two from, like, that year that made it on. But we just wrote, we wrote a lot of fucking songs when we couldn't tour. Um, And we were sort of waiting for the projector thing to start. And we were, it was just mid pandemic. Yeah. So we just had a lot of time to write bad songs and, you know, pick the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so the writing was like a year and a half. And then we recorded it beginning of last year, January 2022. Yep. And then we mixed it till about May. And it was done. Yeah. Yep. It takes a long time mixing albums. Fucking earth, it does. It's That's a the fucking draining part. thing as well. It takes a long time mixing this album, honestly. It's it's right. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. There's a lot going on in some of the songs. I can imagine it was quite a bit of back and forth to get like certain I mean, there's a lot of parts, but like in certain sections like it'll like break out and there's like crazy little guitar things are going on everywhere and it's yeah. It's really cool, but I can imagine mixing was quite a big project. Yeah. Especially because, you know, James was doing it back home in the UK and I was on tour and had to mix it with him um, over like Zoom. So I would, oh have to get up, I would have to get it up crazy fucking early because he had like commitments, you know, later. Oh I'd God. have to get up at like five in the morning and get on Zoom on, on tour. tour. Yeah, at like oh, some friend's house. Dude. And just put on my headphones and just give them mixed notes, you know. It's quite hell. stressful. That's rough, yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It was, it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely worth it. It's a good attitude. You passed the test. <laughs> you deserve to be in a band. <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, you say that as a joke, but i that's something I really stressed about, especially because of just how... Um, unjustifiably rapid the 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 rise of the band's profile was like we were throughout high school we were fucking such losers who just no one listened to us you know this whole thing and all Mm. of the you know good stuff that you know we just i mean we just saw other bands We, we had other high school bands that we were friends with that just like even con- today continue to struggle mm. and stuff like that. Like we, we just really got so fucking fortunate with the position that we're in. And mm. I just don't want to be my biggest nightmare is being seen as being like ungrateful for that or like unworthy oh, yeah. of that. Cause I really want to take it. Like I really want to take it to a place that's like artistically, um, you know, uh, worth people's time and money and energy, mm. you know, getting picked for this. God bless you, man. I understand that. I mean, I would say um, you definitely d- come across, um, you don't come across like as though you're taking it for granted or like, you know, anything like that. I think you're definitely very genuine. Um, so, yeah, you passed the test. <laughs> it's really, yeah, you passed the test. Well done. You know, an Australian band that I, that is might be my favorite band on earth right now. Go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tropical Fuckstorm. That oh, band yeah. is True. awesome. 
Yeah, what Sick. a good ass. Yeah, we got to get them on the pod. We actually do. Yeah. It's crazy that we haven't had them on the podcast. What um what did happen? Like, did you guys just all of a sudden one day you kind of blow up or like what? Tell us the story. Well, um, we had recorded. Uh, it was early 2020, like January of 2020. Right. And we recorded a projector, and we were, we put oh. out lower up our mix of it way back. Uh, as a single and it got found by uh who is who would become our manager uh and he like dm'd us and was like hey do you have a whole album also you could send me and so i scrambled i was like give me a week and i hadn't really mixed the rest of the album yet so i was like fuck i gotta mix this album in a week and do finals at the same time or whatever i was doing at school and so i i got it together really fast and i put it on soundcloud and he sent it to our lawyer we then sent it to labels, Sick. and the labels liked it. Um, it's the it's the it's the lawyers to the labels um, thing, which is so, it's that's the way it fucking happens. I know. No, it's 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 weird how it happens like that because we had assumed like we were so terrible at building like a fan base or any interest or playing shows or yeah. doing anything to promote ourselves, and we were just like, well, we can't do it, so we're just gonna, and then just the fucking. I don't know. It just it just sort of happened all of a sudden. Luckily, we had a project to put forward. Yeah, yeah. And so your your songs were sent out to a bunch of labels. Someone got interested, and then and then what? And then um then we had to then we had to finish school while taking um, record label calls, which was so funny. <laughs> I mean, at, by this point, everything was on Zoom, so we missed out on a yeah. lot of free dinners. But it was like, yeah. um, it was cool. It was, um, I mean, it started with smaller labels um, and then the big ones started knocking or bigger, hey, bigger indie labels. Wow. So you had a pro- the proper like mm. thing where there's like a bit of a uh, bidding war. Yeah. I was interested. Yeah. No, it was so exciting. It was so exciting. I was, I was like 18. I was so <laughs> fucking over the moon. Can you imagine? I was like, yeah. Yeah, even now I'm just, I'm just 21. And I look back at 18 and be like, wow, I was a fucking idiot. I was so dumb. <laughs> I was playing animal crossing on my zoom, you know, meetings that are the, the oh, zoom, yeah. not with the labels, but like on school at school, yeah. I, I totally checked out. Like immediately I was like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Shit. yeah. But I got a job. I got yeah. a job. You have no idea how fucking you know, it's amazing how quickly I lose perspective with that because I had a dishwashing job in like 10th grade and I was like, money was so mysterious to me because I was like, how do people buy houses? How do people pay mortgages? Like, how do people do all this yeah. stuff? Like, I'm making dog shit money, like working the hardest yeah. I ever had in my life at the <laughs> shitty ass <laughs> diner job. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got like a dog walking job the next summer and I was like, God, like, this is amazing. Like, this is the best job I've ever had. Like, I get to be outside. I get to hang out with dogs. Like, I get paid decently. I get tips. Like, this is so, like, what could I ever do to deserve this? Mm. And then I got literally my dream job, just being in a band. And, you know, it's, (laughs) I don't know. I fast forward like a few years and I, I still find a new and creative ways to hate my life you know for just randomly and i, oh, I yeah. don't know i don't know what causes that i yeah. i should be so happy all the time i've finally gotten to this place i don't really care 
Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> that's like the that, that's the curse of humanity, really. Like when it, n- nothing's ever actually enough for the ego, really. Like you can never really feel it. None of your hopes, dreams, or desires will ever bring the final stage of happiness that you're sort of mm. endlessly looking for your entire life. Yeah, and like no matter what success you have as a band or whatever, you're always at like the bottom of the next bit. Exactly. We used to play with this band. Um, we we used to play some shows in Montclair and New Jersey and. There's a band called Tula Vera, which is pretty big over there, you know. Okay. And we were like these little kids who they like allowed on their bill. It was very nice of them, honestly. And we were just like, uh, we played there and, and we played the one show that actually had any attendance in our, you know, pre-label life. And we were just like over the moon. Mm. We were like, God, I wish, I hope that someday we can rise to the heights of, of this band, Tula Vera. Mm. And... You know, even like on a, you know, quantitative level, like, like get like a thousand Spotify listeners, like a month, like, like that'd be so crazy. We are so <laughs> eager for that. And yeah. now if like the Spotify listenership just below a hundred thousand, I'm like out of commission. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you're shitty man. Fuck. Yeah. Sucks. The goalposts move. Yeah. It's wacky. It's a wacky, it's a wacky, wacky life. <laughs> and so the record is out like imminently Imminently. Mm. friday 23rd is that when it's out that's right sick how do you feel i'm super excited i mean i'm really i'm i don't know i have mixed emotions really it's like um i've been looking forward to this for a long time though definitely like since we got since when i was talking about like we got any label attention like i wasn't even thinking about projector back then i was thinking about what the next step could be now that the possibilities were starting to open up. Mm, yeah. And so I, I've been really looking forward to this moment for years. Great. Um, cool. Cause I That's feel like amazing. this is where it starts almost. Um, in a yeah. weird way. I know that feeling when it's, when it's the body of work that you're sitting on that really actually feels like it represents you mm-hmm. and you're very proud of it. And it's been a surprising experience for you in some ways. And it's been a really gratifying experience. Then you're, really get behind the music, you know, don't you? It's it's really weird when you're like playing live or touring or promoting something that you're no longer kind of in love with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It, I and I think we we in playing it over and over again, you kind of find ways to love it again or or yeah. meld it to something more akin to what you are now into. Totally. Totally. Um, but and and it is your job and it's like it's not that hard a job like just fucking do it is the other part of it you know it's like oh yeah. well yeah you don't like not- your old songs anymore you have to be in a oh, band oh yeah like yeah <laughs> if these people that are paying money to see you actually like those songs so like yeah. what are you going on the right about? right yeah yeah it's a funny one it's a, it's a very good point we're not it's not open heart surgery it's true it's just singing a singing a silly little song on a silly little stage <laughs> in your silly little shoes <laughs> are you gonna do anything do you guys like have any sort of um band traditions or whatever like are you gonna go out for dinner and get spaghetti bolognese what are you cheese gonna burgers? do yeah cheeseburgers <laughs> what's the plan for um record release day uh, heavy drinking i don't know oh um, okay we're gonna we're gonna probably um we're i don't know no real band tradition at this point you um, can start one you gotta right what, yeah yeah you gotta do something you gotta do yeah. something together you're gonna go weekend. to dinner meet at the bar go to the park we're not all 21 yet 
We can't go to bars oh, all together. Oh, fuck, that fuck is me. so crazy. That's <laughs> whack. The U.S., baby. That's why we, you know, we've conquered alcoholism. No, it's only one of us now who's under 21. Oh, okay. Poor, poor Dominic. Maybe that can be a new tradition. Um, everyone but Dominic goes out. <laughs> that's, yeah, actually, that's actually a common occurrence. That was a bit of a homebody. God bless him. Well, Cameron. Yes. We'll let you go. We'll let you go, man. Yeah. It's, um, it's been right. a lovely it's been a lovely chat and thank, thank you so you. much for coming on and talking to us. It was a really lovely, candid conversation, don't you think? Yeah, we appreciate it. Oh, thanks a lot for having me. You guys asked some nice questions and I, I love talking about myself. So, And uh, thanks for getting <laughs> up early also. Uh, total you. pleasure, dude. Total pleasure. And um, please hit us up. I'm sure you'll be in Australia in the next year or two. Uh, I, I no hope doubt. so. I'd love to visit. Yeah. So, yeah, please hit us up when you're here and we'll uh, introduce you to a nice Australian lager. <laughs> a lager? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So thanks. that's my promise to you. All the best for this week and yeah. thanks for coming on. Hope you guys well. Yeah, I hope so too. Thanks, guys. Uh, I right. hope you ha- have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, you, thanks so much. Mm. All right. All right. Goodbye. All right. See you, man. <laughs> bye. 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 Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs>